Welcome to the Messages Podcast with Every Nation NYC. We are here for you to know God, grow together, discover purpose, and make a difference in New York City and beyond. Please check out our Facebook and Instagram at Every Nation NYC and enjoy the message. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Every Nation online service. My name's Shino. I'm one of the pastors here uh, on staff. And uh, today we're going to continue in our sermon series called Living It. And what we're talking about was when the power of God was poured out in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 2, the Holy Spirit fell and empowered these men and women to be a witness. The power of God came on them. They began to go out there and do some great things. We've heard stories about Paul. We've heard stories about Peter. But today we're going to learn about a new person that's coming through the pipeline. This man was full of faith, zeal, and fire. His name is Apollos. And God is getting ready to do something great, I believe, through this sermon as we lock in. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the opportunity to minister your word. I pray that we would slow the, the time down and that we're able to lock into your word. In Jesus' name, amen. If you have a Bible out there, you can turn to Acts 18, verses 24 through 28. And we'll start in verse 24. It says this, Meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was a learned man with thorough knowledge of the scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and he spoke with great fervor and taught about Jesus accurately, though he knew only the baptism of John. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue. When Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they invited him into their home and explained to him the way of God more adequately. When Apollos wanted to go to Achaia, the brothers and sisters encouraged him and wrote to the disciples there to welcome him. When he arrived, he was uh, he was a great help to those who by grace had believed for he vigorously refuted his Jewish opponents in public debate, proving from the scriptures that Jesus was the Messiah. Here it is, a man by the name of Apollos. Apollos was a man on fire. When I say on fire, this man knew the word in a sense. Uh, he knew about Jesus but he didn't have that relationship with him just yet. He too was a follower of John the Baptist and hadn't really uh, had that encounter yet with the Messiah. But here it is, uh, he was knowledgeable in the word and many times we can be full of zeal and there's nothing wrong with that. But we also have to know how to handle the word of God. We know how to handle the word of truth because we can burn some things up. You know, we can burn people up. We can come at them in a way that may be offensive or may be harmful, or we can speak a word that may not be accurate from the word and spin them out, take them in a direction that's not real. That's how a lot of, of, of cults and, and, and place things start because people don't know how to accurately handle the word of God. And so he was full of zeal and there's nothing wrong with being zealous. There's nothing wrong, but man, sometimes we gotta pull the reins back, slow down a little bit and get into the word and have somebody maybe more mature, more seasoned, come and train, equip and teach you the ways of the Lord accurately. And so here he is coming into this town, ready to preach and he was full of faith and full of zeal. But man, he bumped into two disciples by the name of Aquila and Priscilla. And this man and woman had been discipled by Paul and Paul knew the word. And these people knew the word as well. And they said, hey, come here, come here. You're full of zeal, but man, we need some help here. We need to sit down and we need to train you a little bit better. How many people have ever had to pump the brakes 
Maybe you heard a word or somebody said something. I'll tell them myself. I got up one time in the middle of a sermon. I was so full of faith. You know, and names are important in the Bible. You know, you say this, the name Nathan means gift from God, or you come and get another word, and this name means this. And I got up and I was like, man, this name means this. And man, I'm going forward and people are just amen to me. And then at the end, I get down off the stage after preaching and everybody's patting me on the back. And my pastor friend pulled me aside and I said, hey, bro, that name don't mean that. I was like, oh, man, full of zeal, full of zeal. But man, didn't know how to handle the word of God accurately. And the Bible says this in uh, Proverbs 19 two: even zeal is not good without knowledge. And the one who acts hastily sins. And so we have to be careful that we accurately hold the word of God true. And so he was a zealous student, a zealous disciple, a learner. And the key word is learner. See, he was willing to humble himself, to sit under the teaching of Aquila and Priscilla and allow them to untie the knots and say, no, let me explain. This is how the word of God goes. And this is how it needs to be accurately communicated to people. And instead of saying this and saying that. And so we have to understand either you're going to be prideful. But when pride comes, comes shame. When pride comes, comes destruction. Or you can be humble. And if you're humble, God allow you to be raised up. Matthew 22, 29 says, Jesus replied, your mistake is that you don't know the scriptures and you don't know the power of God. You don't know the scriptures and you don't know the power of God. So here it is, an example of 2 Timothy 2, 2, where the, uh, Aquila and Priscilla are taking him and teaching him and training him. You know, if we're going to go to the next level, we have to humble ourselves as learners. And we have to be three words. We have to be faithful. We have to be available and we have to be teachable. What I mean by faithful is this, you know, as a pastor, you may, we may come and say, Hey, you know, would you like to come out to this event or come to this connect group or maybe join this team or that team and people, oh, I got too much going on. But the ones that are faithful, the ones that are willing to go above and beyond, those are the ones that God is looking for to take and to elevate and to raise up. What about the ones that are, that are available? Available, available that, you know, man, you get a call, man, could you come do this or come do that or go here or go there? Are you available? You know, I remember early on, my pastor would call me, hey man, I need you tonight. We're gonna be down at this high school. I need you to come share your testimony. I'm like, oh man, you know, it's kind of, uh, you know, I got a lot going on, but you know, I remember every time I went, God did something. Every time I went, a life was changed. Someone was encouraged. Breakthrough would happen. A contact was made. And so people always remember, are you available? The last thing is this, are you teachable? Are you a know-it-all? Are you willing to say, I don't know it all and I need help? And here it is, Apollos didn't know it all. He knew of John the Baptist and he knew the way of, the, of John the Baptist, but he didn't know about Jesus. He didn't know the depth and who Jesus was and what it was that Jesus needed to do in his life. And so, man, he gets this from Aquila and Priscilla. And the Bible says this in 2 Timothy 2.15, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, who correctly handles the word of truth. And this guy here was approved to the point now where he has the endorsement of leaders in a church that are saying, you need to go and speak because the church that we're getting ready to send you to is a church 
that has been dead. A church that has lost their first love. A church that, man, they need someone like you full of zeal, full of faith, full of fire to come in and stir them up again and push them back to their first love. He was a zealous servant. That's my second point. What I mean by a servant is that he was willing to go. He was willing to go serve these people. So a thing about serving is the burden of the heart. See, I'm going to ask you this. Does your heart break for what breaks God's heart? Do you weep when you see the stories and hear the stories of things going on in Haiti and you hear the stories going on in Afghanistan? Does your heart break? When you hear stories about our young youth going through difficult situations and hard times, does your heart break? Does it weep? The Bible says this in Proverbs eleven thirty: the fruit of righteousness is a tree of life and he who wins souls is wise. And Apollos was about winning souls. Apollos was about calling people to Jesus. Apollos was about stirring up people to go back. Remember what God has done. Remember how he's loved you. Remember how he's redeemed you. Remember how he's brought you out of this pit. Go back to your first love. Don't just go through the motions. Don't just go through the motions. The Bible says this in Matthew 20, verse 28, for the, even the son of man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life for a ransom. Apollos was willing to give it all for the Lord. He was willing to lay it all out for God. He was going to a point where he was having confrontation with Jewish people in the synagogues, trying to turn them to Jesus. And they were going against him. You know, there's going to be people out there that don't want to hear what you have to say. They're going to mock you. They're going to put you down. They're going to tell you to be quiet. There's going to be people to say, man, I've been there. I've done that. I, I've read my Bible. I've gone to a connect group. Man, I did all these things and all that. Keep preaching Jesus to them. Don't shrink back. Keep telling them that they need to come back to their first love. So many times people get so comfortable. They get comfortable with God. They get familiar with God. Oh, I mean, I, I know when to raise my hands. I know when to sit down. I know when to say amen. Oh, I've heard that story before. I've done this. But their life is like a, a smoldering wick. There's no passion. There's no zeal. Oh, yeah, back in 19, whatever, I used to give my uh, testimony and I'd go on mission trips and I'd do all these things. But God is not a God of used to be. God is a God of a getting ready to be. And it's time for you and I to go back and do what God's called us to be and do our first love and to witness and to tell people about Jesus. And that's what Apollos was doing here in this church. Man, this church had grown cold. People have gotten familiar with God. They're just kind of going through it, man. Not, not, not doing anything. Huh. Paul said, no, we can't have that. We're going to preach the gospel. We're going to stir some things up and we're going to call people back to their first love in Jesus Christ. His life became a blessing. His life became a blessing. Is your life a blessing or is your life a burden? When people see you coming, are they like, oh, man, he, they go, what's going to happen now? Are they going to come and dump all their hurt and their pain and all this? Are they going to come and give life? Are they coming to come in and speak life and encourage? Are they going to come and lift? Are they going to come and say, man, you can and not say you can't? Are they going to come and do things that are positive and uplifting and encouraging? Are they going to say, man, stop complaining. Let's pray. Let's call on Jesus. Man, that's how Apollos was. Full of faith, man on fire. The Bible says this in Jude 1.20, don't forget 
to pray in the Holy Spirit, to build yourself up in your most holy faith, man, go back to praying in the spirit. Go back to worshiping God in the spirit. Go back to you know, getting up early and calling on the name of Jesus. Go back to stepping out in faith and laying hands and believing God will heal the sick. Go back to those things that you used to do. Paulos is stirring the church, confronting the dark forces of doubt and unbelief and turning people back to Jesus. He was a zealous speaker. He was a zealous speaker. The Bible says this in Proverbs 28, 1, the wicked run away when no one is chasing them, but the godly are as bold as lions. It's time for you and I to be bold, not to be ashamed of this gospel, but to be bold as lions, to take territory for the kingdom this year. As summer's winding down, let's go, man. Let me don't let me get in the game, God. I, I, I don't, I don't want to miss out on what you're getting ready to do in the summer, but what you're getting ready to do in the fall as well, man. Give me a high school. Give me a campus. Give me a housing area. Give me a, 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 an office space. Give me something so that I can tell people about Jesus. I want to be bold. I want God to use me in such a way that, man, when I leave that place, it's different. We always talk about legacy. You know, Apollos left a legacy to the point where people were saying, I'm of Apollos. Man, I'm with that. I'm with him. Man, that guy right there led me to the Lord. I'm following that brother. You know why? Because he was on fire. He spoke the word in truth. He helped set me free. Man, he wasn't ashamed. I watched how he confronted people, how he wasn't worried about what people said or thought about him. Man, I'm of Apollos. Now, obviously, that wasn't the, the thing to say because Paul comes back around and says, you know, I may have planted, Paulos may have watered, but God gave the increase. But there was something about Apollos' life that caused people to say, man, I'm following him as he follows the Lord. Are people, are you like that? Is there something that you got going on in your life where people are saying, I want to follow you as you follow Christ. You got to return back to your first love in Jesus. We have to stop going through the motions. We have to just kind of punch it in a check, a, 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 a check clock and just, hey, you know, man, here it is, man. I, I went to church today. Uh, I slapped some people on the back, told them, hey, you look great. Thanks for coming and left. Or do you come into the house of God expecting God to encounter you so that you can go out and encounter people? Are you expecting to come into the house of God and be stirred and hear the word of God and say, man, I got to go share what I heard today with others. And not only do I have to go share what I heard with others, but I need to bring people back in. It's time for you and I to go back to our first love in Christ. Don't let us be a church that just kind of, hey, you know, it looks good on, on the screen. It looks good. But when people get in there, man, they don't sense the power of God. You know, Apollos brought the power of God. He brought Jesus. And it's time for you and I to bring Jesus with us wherever we go. The power of God stir to change the atmosphere to turn the tide when there's doubt and unbelief and fear and anxiety. You and I have to be presence carriers of the most high God. Man, when I'm in church, I don't want to just kind of come in there, look around. I want to lift up holy hands. I want to shout. Matter of fact, when I'm in the parking garage getting ready to come into the church, I want to say, as the psalmist said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Why? Because Jesus is there. 
That's the kind of church that I want to be a part of because Jesus is there. Go back to our first love. I pray that God would raise up some Apollos. He'd raise up people of faith, people that'll stir the waters, people that'll call people up and out, people that'll confront things. That's what we need in society today. Apollos was a man on fire, full of zeal, willing to be trained and equipped so that he could accurately hurt, uh, use the word of God accurately. Man, join that connect group. Join that connections course. Join the things that are going to help you get more educated in the word so that you can go deliver a message that will change people's lives. God is for you, not against you. Let us be a church that is on fire. Let us be a people that is on fire. I don't know when we hear that word, oh, fire, man, it's kind of scary. No, somebody that is passionate and zealous for the things of God. The things of God. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you right now. I just pray, God, that there are people out there, I believe, behind the screen that are afraid to share the gospel because they may not know the word. They know you, Jesus, but they may not know the word. God, I pray in Jesus' name that God, people would join, join this Connections course, join Connect groups, that people would humble themselves and be teachable. People would humble themselves and say, man, I need to get into the game. I need to participate. I don't need to just go to church. I need to become a part of the church and go do something for Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you for this opportunity. The greatest time in history to be alive. So much going on. So much hurt, so much pain, but people need an answer. His name is Jesus. Lord, I pray for boldness to come upon your people as we close out this summer. As we head into the fall, I pray, God, that people would go from faith to faith, strength to strength, and glory to glory. So, God, we thank you. We give you praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to the Messages Podcast with Every Nation NYC. If you enjoyed our message, please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps others hear the message of Jesus, and we really appreciate it. If you have yet to spend time with us in person, we would love to welcome you to one of our services. Visit everynationnyc.org to find all the info you need to attend a service. We will see you there.